Well, well, well. If it isn't R.J. Barrett face back up on here to have a discussion about, I feel like this is Seinfeld. We just talk about nothing. My main man, and I'm going to break it down like this because this has he broke it down to me. Who Z is back up in a smile. <laughs> what's going on, my good brother? It was good, Gary Payton. Everything good. <laughs> Everything is everything is everything, man. Um, we we did the five with Fuzi, um collabo pod a while back, and I've been thinking, and I said, you know what? There's a lot of stuff that I have to have this guy up to talk about, and I didn't write any of that stuff down. So everything <laughs> we talk about is going to be off the cuff, as it usually is up here, but. I wanted to ask you, because you're big on this kickball thing, man. I wanted to ask you, how'd you get involved with being on, I'm going to call it a competitive kickball team, because that essentially that's what it is, no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we got two leagues. One is competitive, one is non-competitive. But uh, what I did was I used to hang out at this bar, and I see people walking in, look like all wearing the same shirts. And I was like, oh, they must be a gang. But not really. Um, <laughs> kickball team. And so... Uh, just the leader of the uh, of my kickball team, you know, he it was founded over 11 years ago. So we got like the longest running kickball team in this league. And he was like, yo, man, why don't you come play with me? And then uh, pause. Then he said, uh, you know, why don't you come join the team? So I joined the team and then I ended up becoming the captain of the non-competitive and also playing a competitive. So, you know, it's, it's something fun to do besides just going to a bar and drinking. You know, it's, it's a social league. So you get to meet people and, you know actually spark up some friendships and shit like that. Now, let me ask you, do you uh, classify yourself as, you know, there's a lot of these uh, self-proclaimed introverts that aren't really introverts? Mm. Am I an introvert? Are Are you the definition of an extrovert? Because I feel like I would not believe you if you told me, yeah, I'm I like to keep to myself and kind of quiet. Like, I wouldn't believe if you told me that. So I'm just trying to get from from the horse's mouth what you what your take on yourself is. Gotcha. So, technically, I guess I would be an introvert, but I'm not an introvert 100. You're a liar. I'm more on that scale. Uh, and the way that works is like, uh, whenever I walk in a place, I'll say what's up to everybody just so I can get the temperature and see how it is in there before I settle. So, I walk in a bar. Um, my uh co-host on, a, on the shows I do, she's like, she always says she's never met a stranger. I'm the same way. I, I can walk into a bar and I'll say hi to everybody. But after I say hi to everybody and I got my nerves all good, I'll pick a corner, chilling it, and just, you know, people will come to me. I'll walk around and be hanging out with everybody. So I'm more on that side of the scale, but no, I'm not a 100% introvert. All right, because it, the, the, and I wish there was, um, a kickball league in New York. And I'm sure there is, and I just haven't done the research on it or been in the right social circles. I, I know they got yeah. one in New York because uh, not, it's not my league. You know, they have leagues all over. Uh, but I know somebody that moved here from New York and they played on a team. I don't know any information about it, but I know they got one out there somewhere. You know, I know you, you're not going to travel, you know, three boroughs over just to play kickball. Yeah, that's a little absurd. But here's where my kickball, like, uh, where it, for me, it was one of the games in gym that I always thought was cool. Uh, big base was actually like that was my joint, but the scores get outrageous when you play big base. For those that don't know what big base is, you get a first base, you get a third base, and there is no stopping point between home and second. So essentially, same rules apply as kickball roll it, you kick it, go to first base. If you decide to want to run, you can, but just know you when you run from first third. base, yeah, you got to make it to third, and then you're good. So you can't stop at second. You can't stop home. So it's either first to third or third to home. Right. A lot of times you get a lot of the bases built, built up with people who are just scared to run because they either don't want to get hit or they don't think they're going to make it. Either way, still, still, still three outs. Outs don't change. Still get three outs. But when – I think it was uh, my 21st birthday. I said, you know what I want to do? I want to have a big 
kickball game and have like jungle juice and Gatorade. Like I wanted to be something fun where like uh, my thought was get the legends of the hidden temple t-shirts and then it could be teams like that. That's, that's what I was thinking about. And it never came to, and I guess that's why I'm kind of still like, man, I, I would love to get some kickball going. Not that I'm the best kickball player in the world, but I just feel like as adults, why not have fun? It's fun. You know, we, we, we get juiced up and drink and then, you know, go out there and kick them around, you know, gets a little competitive sometimes, but you know, it's, it's fun. It's all going to name of fun. Now, I saw a picture of uh, the team you posted. You guys have won quite a lot of uh, leagues. How many people per team? Uh, technically, it's unlimited, but you, you don't want to have too many. So you got to have at least four girls um, mm-hmm. so that there's got to be four girls on the field at once. You can have as many guys as you want. Uh, but you got to, I think, 14 is the actual number that you want to have. And so like our team, I have like 16 or 17 because, you know, people work and sometimes they can't make it to the games. Yeah. See, uh, yeah. Throw me on as an honorary member uh, of the New York chapter. I'll, I'll come down and play a game or two whenever uh, I'm invited. But yeah, throw me as an honorary member, man. Hey, pull up, man. We, we do it every season. How long, how, um, how many games a season usually last? Eight weeks, and then if it's the competitive, it's the uh, you get another two weeks of playoffs. All right, so you guys got a full full schedule, but you're active yeah, yeah. for ten to twelve weeks, give or take. Yeah, and then we get like a two three week break, sometimes four. You know, quarantine kind of uh, oh, COVID kind of messed up our schedule a little bit, so we was pushed back. We just catching up to the right seasons. But all right, so like it's not like just a summer thing. You guys keep it going for as long. No, nah, we got the summer league. It was technically it's four seasons: okay. summer, autumn, you know, winter, and then uh, spring. Now, do y'all do the? I, I, I promise you, I didn't mean to have a in-depth conversation about kickball. But do y'all have like <laughs> y'all do indoor, or is it like or like because obviously seasons change. No, nah, it's idea. it's all outdoor. So, you know, okay. if it's uh, inclement weather, they'll uh, inclement weather. They'll go ahead and uh, cancel it, but they'll wait. Like they they hate canceling it because you know you pay your money, so they hate people paying their money and then they got to push it back a week. Um, but yeah, we we rarely stop it unless it's like thunderstorms because you know you don't want to mess with thunder and lightning. Um, it don't snow in South Carolina, so we'll never have that. And the only other way we'll stop it is if it's like hurricane season. And it's supposed to be like a bad hurricane or something. No snow in South Carolina, you lucky mofos. <laughs> hey man, move by the beach. Yeah, I wish it was that simple. <laughs> wish it was that simple. But uh, from one competitive thing to the next, I know you're a diehard cowboy fan, but I wanted to ask you a couple questions about upcoming season noticeable uh, games that you're looking for outside of any division games, outside of Cowboy games, but just games that you're like, oh, yeah, I, I got to be at a bar to catch this, even though my team, I don't have a dog in the race. Like, what games are you excited to see? And are you are you happy for the 17-game season? I asked you two questions at once. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, I'll tackle that second one first. Absolutely. Uh, you know, traditionally they say the Cowboys are eight and eight team, and so you can't be eight and eight this season. Um, outside of that, second to that is uh, I, well, one I'm happy for the game, the season opener because the Cowboys are playing the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, not you know just the way football goes. I think we smoking them that first day. Um, traditionally, after Brady wins a championship, his his first game is always a terrible game, um, and so. I'm hoping that's going to be to our advantage. And then uh, Cowboys are playing the Raiders on Thanksgiving. Um, so I'm thinking about heading to Dallas for that. I'll be in Tampa for that Cowboys game, too. It's only about four hours away. And I'm thinking about going to Dallas for that uh, Thanksgiving game. But they're going to sell out fast. So I don't know. I I ain't got uh, your money, so I can't just up and go when I want. My money? <laughs> hey, they, they call you Hollywood for a reason. They call me Hollywood because of backstage. That's the only. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
reason why they call me Hollywood. And that's because of the movie Backstage. But um, yeah, my money. I'm trying to I'm trying to get up there with you, Jimmy, Juan, and Christian. So hey, I, yeah, I'm out. I'm out knowing y'all. They're the ones that got it. <laughs> Somebody blowing a horn at you? Yeah, man, it happens. Some you know people don't care <laughs> these days. Um, no. Nah, so all right. Outside of the Cowboys schedule, um, do you care about first versus number one versus number two? What you mean by Jaguars, that? Jaguars, Jets, uh, first pick versus second pick? Oh, no, I, I'll watch that game just because it's going to be interesting. Um, and, you know, Jacksonville is only four hours from me, too. So it's like, you know, I've been my mother lives in Jacksonville. So I've been to a couple of uh, Jaguar games just off the strength of going down there and I was bored. But uh you know, it's interesting to me, so I, I'll watch it, you know, because I know it's going to be a talking point, and I don't want to be the one guy and don't know what happened. So. Do you feel like uh, Tebow's taken away from Trevor Lawrence? I feel like Tebow's not going to make the team, or if he makes the team, he'll be a third down uh, tight end. I mean, a third string tight end, so he's not going to have impact at all. The, the man so never played even, tight end in his why life. Even ha- like, why put the focus on him coming back with Urban Meyer and him playing? Like, why even do that if there's a chance? Tebow. Come on, man. Your yeah, guy, Dez, said it best. What, that? I said, your guy, Dez, said it best. He's been on the league 10 years and it's that easy. Like, right. One year I contract. saw something on Twitter where somebody was like, they treating Tebow like he, uh, a make a wish foundation child like he's like i want to play quarterback <laughs> in the nfl all right you do that i want to play uh baseball all right here's a bat go play baseball like, oh, i want to play uh what other sports i want to go golfing all right well here's your golf club go ahead and try it and join that league so, i want to play tight end in the nfl like all right well here you go back again <laughs> Actually, he, yeah. he might i'm sure there's a there's a team that'll take him uh yeah, man. I, I don't know if I really care about the Jags, Jets, but just the fact that it's the number one pick versus number two pick, I don't really put too much stock in it because it's their first year in the league and we don't know what either one of them are going to do. We've seen college players not be able to translate that into something uh, NFL career. Um, Brady versus Patriot Patriots. Carol or not really? I do care about that one. I think that uh, Brady might get the win, but they're going to be gunning hard for him. Do you think there's pressure on Bill Belly to uh, out-duel Tom in that game? Not necessarily Cam, because Cam is not going to be the factor. I feel like it's going to yeah, be Bill's defense. Be that ball. It's going to be yeah. the defense. Um, I, I think like- – I don't think Bill has pressure on him. I think Brady might feel more pressure than Bill. Bill's just like, oh, that was just a quarterback I had. I have another one now. You know, like, Billichek's not going to uh, – and they got – he Cam might not even be starting that game because they drafted a quarterback. Yeah, but Tom just won, and he's going back to a place that basically pushed him out the back door after he took pay cut after pay cut after pay cut. And people were saying, well, it was a system. It was a system. You said how many years? No, I said 20 years he'd been in that thing. Yeah. And you got people that feel like – people that have been saying, oh, well, the only reason why he won the rings he won was because of Bill. He's no longer there. He wins the ring. He goes back. He has to face Bill. I feel like there's a ton of pressure on uh, Belichick to quiet know. the noise at least. But this is Belichick we're talking about. That, that dude don't ever elicit emotions. You know, to him, it's going to be another game in front of the cameras. He might put some pressure on himself or put some pressure on his players, like, go and beat this guy. You know, it's going to be hard to beat him. They're going to be in tune by then. You know, they're going to be mad that they lost to the Cowboys week one. So they're going to be upset. (laughs) That's all I'm about sports fans. Our teams, in our eyes, they can lose. They can never lose and do no wrong. And then in everybody else's eyes, we're, we're completely insane for th- believing in our team. Right. To win games. That's the beauty of sports to me. Uh, if, if he's still there, Mahomes versus 
Rogers. I got Mahomes in that one. Rogers is uh they, they're not helping him. They didn't get him enough help. So, you know, he he he's Aaron's still gonna win them some games. I think the Chiefs will be too much, and they're gonna be on a war path this year since they're all so bad at the Super Bowl. Do you think, and I always compare them, the Chiefs to the Warriors, do you think we get uh, a Chiefs team that a la Bill Belichick does not take their foot off the gas and wants to hang 50 every week, or we get a team that's okay with a field goal win against, you know, a team that they should have blown out? Uh, I think Mahomes is going to try and get as many points as he can because I don't know if he trusts his defense after uh, the Super Bowl. <laughs> that wasn't necessarily all on on the defense, though. Like, no, no, he, he, he was hitting open people on offense. Yeah, but what, what happened in the game? <laughs> what the scoreboard I mean, said? Go out. Yes, scoreboard said something completely different than yeah. I hear you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What uh let's switch. What what else you got going on over there? Um I wanted to talk to you about your uh situation ship pod. Uh <laughs> because I've, I've I sit back and I, I watch what you've been doing. You're the king, and I'm gonna give you your credit for this. You're the king of you can post something and get a million comments, and somebody can steal your same post. And get zero comments. <laughs> you're, the, you're the king of being able to have people just engage. Right. It's all about engagement. It's, it's all fun and games. Yeah. I don't want you to give away your secret sauce because, like, li- like it's literally <laughs> how it happens. I'll see you post something. I'll see someone take the same post and post it maybe a day or two later, and it's crickets. On your yeah, post, I, it's like 200 comments, 800 shares, a million likes. Next person is like, oh, okay, well. And they can be friends of yours. Right, I was going to say, a lot, jack my post. Um, but, you know, it's not beneath me. If I see a dope question, I'll, I'll borrow it. You know, I usually give props. You know, people just be taking my shit and just be posting. I'm like, it's like it's this one girl and I'm cool with her. And people keep asking, like, yo, why is she taking every post you post? And she's doing it. I'm like... <laughs> I, y'all got to ask her. I don't know. Like, I'm like she she cool with me. I mean, it's you know, it's not like it's intellectual property. It's just me thinking and shit and asking questions. But it's uh, you know, hey, I don't, I, I can't control how their, their people react versus how people react to me. Um, I just always been that guy to, you know, I'm gonna engage you, even if I, I, it could be any type of question, political, sports, uh, emotions, feelings. You know, I just get the people talking. I don't. I generally don't even give my uh, stance on it, like if, like if you which notice, which is never... always crazy. Like you can <laughs> ask the question, and just you'll just respond with like likes or whatever. You you'll never really give your and that's always mind boggling to me. I'm like, nah, he's got it. Whatever it is, he's got it. He can get people talking without necessarily having to jump in and say, hey, this is where I stand. I'll just watch you guys fight in my comments. Yeah. <laughs> they do be fighting, boy. <laughs> gift. That's a I, gift. I can't call it. I, hey, I appreciate that. You know, I just I be like that in real life too. Because I have a whole conversation with me and then realize I never gave a point. I'm just listening to y'all talk. Like, <laughs> but yeah, your question about situationships. And yes, sir. I told you, I told you before, Eric, I had an idea to just hit up random people and just have us ask questions and see what their response would be. But if I didn't feel like the air would be dead, I would 100% do that. Or may need to do something with you again in the future where that's more planned out. But I told you before, it wouldn't be last time up here. I'm going to tell you here, it's not going to be last time up here. But situationships. Situationships. It was a big deal. And I'm... I, I know I sent you the, uh, the 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 first edition of that pod. After listening to it, I'm gonna do it again. I'm gonna I'm gonna do it over. The the mic was acting funny on me, but you know you you heard me. But I, I want my my voice to be a little bit more potent when I'm talking into that mic. Pause. So, but situationships. Let's jump into that. 
situationships. I, I feel like it's unfair to for two guys to be up here talking about situationships because it may come off a little lopsided. But I don't give a fuck. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Um, when you originally posed a question and you said, does there have to be rules or like some sort of layout for like both ground, people? ground rules? Yeah. Yeah. My thought process is, and you said it, you said a little bit on the pod where that stuff has to be laid out in the beginning. Like if this is what it is, you can't string somebody along into a situation ship and then surprise it on them. Six months, six months in. Hey, yeah, we were just friends with benefits. It was, it was just a thing. I, you know, yeah. Both both people got to know what the situation is. You know, I mean, and and some people might be down for that and they don't know it. You know, but when you string somebody along without letting them know, like this is what we're doing, that's how people get hurt. You know, that's that's how you really get your feelings hurt. You know, and then you send a shorty on a war path to where she hate men, and the next guy got to deal with something that you did. You know, or vice versa. Vice versa in what sense? Oh, you saying vice versa? Vice versa, like a a woman or a man. You know, you know, we 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 pay for the sins of our predecessors when it comes to relationships. Mm -hmm. And that sounds like something I should put on Facebook. But (laughs) 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 that's going to be a post you might have to do. Like a, a, you know, how many scorned people, both men and women, are going to be on that post? Like. And well, it's let gonna me be tell beautiful. you this. It's yeah. Be <laughs> yeah, but yeah, we, we, we paid it for the sins of our predecessors. That, that's where you were. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we, we, we pay for the sins of our predecessors. With, uh, and so that's why you need to let people know where you are. Now, granted, uh, something that we also touched on on that pod is, uh, you know, when is the time to have that what are we question? And it's like, you don't want to throw it on them too soon if you just having fun. Like, hey, this is fun. That's where we are right now. Don't get your hopes up. You know, me, I'll be on some, you know, if, if it was me in that situation, I'll be on some, hey, you know, if if you think that you have other options that'll, that'll string you to where you want to be, if you're looking for that marriage right now or something like that, I suggest you follow that. You know, and I'll be right here <laughs> when you get back. <laughs> so, but yeah, you, you, you don't want to uh, string along people. You you want to know, let them know it. Some people, like I said, are down with situationships. You know, it's like if y'all want to just hook up and do y'all thing, you know, late night options, you know, you go to the bar, you call somebody after the bar, then you go over there. Or, you know, if y'all want to go full cycle and go on dates and whatnot, you know, do you, but just let the other person know that what you're doing, you know? You know what the danger in that is? Um, regardless of if we agree uh, it's a situationship in the beginning, Feelings are going to get involved, right? Because if you don't, if one at least one of the two people don't have feelings, there's not going to be any passion. Then you're just mm-hmm. going through emotions. So somebody going to catch feelings about something at some point, and that's where I was asking, like, well, is jealousy in a relationship healthy? Any type of relationship, situationship, you know, friends with benefits, um, because it shows a to use the word passion again. It shows a some a certain passion that people want when they're dealing with somebody, you know, even if you can, you know, close it down, even if you're not outside jealous, like you inside jealous, like, yo, why was you talking to that dude in front of me? You know, like something like that, at least it shows a little bit now, you know, some taking a little far and that jealousy becomes stalkerish and we don't want that. Now, here's my, my, I was sitting, when I was sitting listening, I was writing all these counterpoints to your conversation, like stuff I wanted to ask you about. And again, I, don't have anything with me but one of the things to what you just said <laughs> if you have if you bring jealousy into a situationship now it's a relationship you think so hey, oh, i think if so if if, if we uh, say in the beginning look, if we say in the beginning look this is what it is we have the understanding oh you're gonna be speaking to other people i'm gonna be speaking to other people if if that's the the, the groundwork we lay in the beginning before we even get involved if I catch feelings, not when, not catch feelings. If I get jealous, even after us having that conversation of, oh, it's not exclusive, that's a relationship now. Why am I jealous that you're entertaining other guys when we discussed in the beginning that this is one of those things where you aren't the only person? 
well, maybe you're threatened that you'll, you'll lose that situation. And that's why you would be jealous. Because if, if she's spending time with other people or whomever, um, spending time with other people, that's cutting into your situationship time. Then you're looking for a relationship. You're not looking for a situationship because if you want... No, you're just looking to not change. You, 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 you're accustomed to a certain lifestyle or accustomed to a certain number of things happening in the same way. And then they change that up like, oh, I, I can't kick it with you today. I got a date, you know. And they they looking to move forward, but you don't want to. That that's threatening your status as to where you were. So that that's where that jealousy would come from. You you just scared of growth, or you don't want growth. You don't want progress. You want to stay stagnant and just do what you do. So then the question then becomes: Is there a time limit for a situationship? Because if that's the case, if we only if I'm not going to progress, or if I don't want to move, or if you're actually moving on without me. Is there a timeline for our situationship to say, okay, well, look, we're only going to be doing this for X amount of time, and then, like, you go on your own, I go on, like, it's crazy. I, I guys, I, I don't think people set times, but I think everyone has an internal clock. Um, for instance, I, I, I know I was in a situationship that was basically a relationship without titles, um, but that was after a year or so, you know, that was you know, a while ago now, but you know, and it just turned to, it was automatically assumed, even though, you know, I never set the title. Um, and that was probably immature on my part. Um, mm-hmm. I think after a while, she wanted the title. And I was just like, yo, you, you got me. What you worried about titles for? You know, <laughs> like, um, <laughs> so, yeah, like who are who, who we doing this for? Us or them? All we care about what people say. But, uh, Is yeah, that I don't, I don't think. For you then? easy out for me personally it wasn't but there is i'm glad you said that because there is an easy out with people with situationships um i mentioned on the pod at some point where it's like you're gonna get your feelings hurt when you get to arguing and the guy goes to the girl like well you ain't my girl anyway or, you know or vice versa so mm-hmm. you know if, if you invest that emotional uh interest or that emotional space and then you get rejected on it that, that's where you get hurt and hurt people hurt people I'm speaking to you specifically. Is that trapdoor of oh, not necessarily putting uh, a title on it? Your your in case emergency break glass, or is oh, it no, 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 no. That that that, okay. that wasn't what it was. I think I just I, I got comfortable in our situation. It wasn't situationship because um, we were doing things like in a relationship. We were going out. We were hanging out every day. You know, by all means, we were dating. We just didn't put a title on it and uh now it was no easy out because that's you know that's not why we stopped talking or anything like that so um i i didn't see myself using it as the you know breaking case for emergency i was sitting there happy and, and joyful for the most part of it you know so it started it it started a situation ship it moved you were okay with no titles uh being applied but you were also okay with it moving yeah like the the, the progress and the growth of our relationship did not scare me Okay. And I've mentioned it up here, even in regards to my own wife, I was scared as to uh, how fast things are moving with us because uh, originally we were in a situation and I don't think I was looking for a relationship. No, 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 nothing. Let me, let me, let me be concrete. You, you I wasn't. Don't don't get yourself yeah. in trouble here. But no. <laughs> no, no, I'm good. And but she knows she knows me and her had these conversations a, a ton of times. When we first got together, I wasn't looking for a relationship. I had just got out of one, so I was trying to be like single boy, wildlife, blah 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 blah. I was not I wasn't looking to be in a relationship. And when stuff started happening so fast, it scared me because I'm like, wait, whoa, what's happening here? It started out as one thing, and how 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 are we now here? Man woke up. Oh, how are we now? <laughs> how I get what, this ring what? on your finger? <laughs> what you do to me? But yeah, that, it was one of those things where time just got away from me. And, and I was always under the impression that you had to be with somebody a certain amount of time for this to happen, for these like different steps to take place. And for the first time, I had no control over that. 
Right. Well, you know, that's because we were the way we were taught versus the way that we live today is different. We were taught you had to court people, you know, mm-hmm. flowers, you know, take out on dinner. Of course, you know, a, a lot of that was, you know, more forward with the Internet. We, we weren't meeting people traditionally. We we're meeting people on the mm-hmm. Internet and then social media comes around and it puts us into this whole different bubble where now everybody is accessible to you. You you have more people in the dating pool um, and, and you got to move faster if you want that one person and you find the one. Because if not, somebody else going to find that one and you kind of left in a shit storm, you know? I don't know how we became, um, what's the show with uh, Jimmy Kimmel and the, the doctor? They had a love show on MTV. Um, uh, Dr. Drew? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, the know, show. I know just, I don't know the name of it, but I know what you're talking about. I don't know how this turned into that, but we're here now, so let's just <laughs> stay with it. I'm gonna ask you a question, and we here. I, I want to get your opinion on this. Uh, I'm gonna put you in a situation, and you tell me if you're if you or whoever is a scumbag. Me and you are good friends. Okay. I'm dating someone. We get engaged. As my good friend, you tell me you have a girl. We start doing the couples dates, whatever have you. It doesn't work out with any of our relationships. You then jump into and then get engaged to the girl that I was previously engaged to. Oh, no. (laughs) Does that make you a scumbag? You were engaged to this girl? I was engaged to her. Yes, I'm the scumbag, because you my man. I'm the, I, I shouldn't be going at, after someone that you're engaged to. Um, and I, I, unless I've had this conversation with you to where you, not that I have to ask your permission, but at least to where you seem okay with it. Um, but the girl is a scumbag too, because she shouldn't be going for her man's, her ex-man's man on, on some marriage or engagement. Does it matter? that there's well it can't be a divorce but we we whatever it is we're no longer a thing you guys are no longer a thing is it not to say we swap partners but if that if that ends up being the instance where we fall out our engagement falls apart you start taking to her your thing falls apart and i start taking to your ex. So y'all, Does y'all that just... cancel each other out? Or no, I think everybody's a scumbag. I mean, the, the the thing with me is the engagement part. That means that you mm-hmm. wanted to be with this person for the rest of your life. That's not no easy thing to get over, even if you switching up and going to somebody else. And it might be a little bit of revenge in there on that second part, the second two get together, you know, unless everybody is like on the same page and everybody's cool with it. But I don't see myself, you know. Like, my man loved that girl. Why would I go all these fishing to see I'm going for the one? Now, I'm not saying, like, a hookup wouldn't be out of the question. You know, I hang out mm-hmm. and hook up. But, you know, like you, you going engaged. You don't get engaged to the girl I was engaged to? Like, what does this make a deal? You just, you know, first, <laughs> I want to get one free. Is that what it was? Like, we buy our rings at the same time? You know, here, just switch, switch rings with her. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I was, I don't see how that works. I think, I think that's all. That's all kind of scummy to me. On everybody's account. Yeah, on everybody's account. Okay. Now, I'm just adding more gasoline to this. Let's put a kid in the mix. That's even worse. Like, there's a kid between I, the no, couple. No. And you know. Yeah. Let's let's put a kid in the mix, and let's say my ex-fiance is asking me and you to be co-parents because the kid that's involved. Co-parents with my boy and my ex-fiance and they want me to be a co-parent with them. I'm going to be a parent for my child. I'm not going to co-parent with my... I I wouldn't be friends with the guy at that point. Like We wouldn't be friends. That doesn't work for me. You wouldn't be friends... But you're now in a position where your kid can't help moms 
fell in love with this douchebag and both of them are scummy individuals. But now, how do you deal with that? If it's a game, if it's a graduation, if it's something like, how do you now that you used to be my man? Granted, we may no longer speak again, but right. I mean, you, you, you got to be cordial. I'm not going to sit there and fight, not especially not in front of my kid. But, uh, you know, if my kid wants you there, if that's the energy that my kid is portraying, as time goes on, they want you around. That's okay with me. But you don't have to be in my life to be in my kid's life. I can see you and say hi to you, but we're not cool no more. We're not going to sit there and talk about everything. There's nothing to talk about as far as I'm concerned, because your world interrupted my world and my piece of happiness. Mm. It's like, I, I respect you. I'm just not in respect with you. Actually, I don't respect them at all if they do that move. <laughs> Listen, it's it's a a, a a dirty it's a dirty situation uh, that came up in the news, and I was like, oh, that sounds very very interesting. Right? It's, how it's does, the, how it's does the that work? Me, like if you dated a girl, and you know, I was I knew y'all, and I was cool, and then y'all stopped talking, and say like a couple months, even a few years later, I run into her again because you know everybody parted ways. You know, I'm still gonna hit my man like, yo, uh, guess who I ran into? You know, and I think I'm gonna hang out with her. Uh, more than long, more than likely, my people's about it. Go ahead, yo. But nah, I, I've always preached. I tell this to my boys like, it's way too many, way too many girls out there for me to be concerned about the one that you like. You know, was, I mean, now if it's a race of who can get her first between me and you, which is weird to say, but you know, if we both like her, we both kind of talking to her and she choose, she choose. But I'm not gonna step on your toes to get to a, a woman when I can, you know, go outside and just run into another one and see how that works out. Now, you said it was the engagement piece that uh, was getting to you. Uh, Why does the engagement piece differ from if we were just really, really, let's, we were in a long relationship. We didn't get engaged, but we were in a long relationship. Why is there a difference between that and, oh, well, no, you actually got a ring. But if we- It's not much of a difference, let me clarify. But the Mm -hmm. ring- literally signifies that you want this person in your life for the rest of your life. Right? Mm-hmm. You're choosing to love this person forever. And at some point in your mind and in your heart, you decided this is the person I want to wake up with every day. I want to go to sleep with. I want to have kids. If that's maybe the case. I want to get a house together. I want to progress and grow with this particular person. So who am I to, to snatch that away from you? Even though you guys are done, why would I have make you rehash through that? Because now they're with me. You know, if you're my man, you're supposed to be, you're going to be at my, I was about to say my funeral. You're going to be at my, uh, my <laughs> wedding, right? <laughs> you my nah, man, your you're funeral too, nigga. Nah, your funeral too. Man. You're not. Well, yeah. <laughs> it might just be a funeral you know, when you find out. But no. Um, <laughs> yeah, so that's the only reason I signify the uh, engagement. All right. Uh, I'm slowly moving from here, but one of the questions I saw this week, uh, the movie The Best Man, they asked who was wrong in that regard. So I'm going to have trouble remembering the, the characters. Um, Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. Who was wrong? I'm looking for that picture. Um, use your Googles, Corey. Google ain't broken. <laughs> but no, essentially, I, I'll give the storyline for those who may not have seen the movie. Um, guy gets married. Best, uh, His best friend is his best man. Tells him at the bachelor party that he slept with his wife. Uh... I'm trying to pull the characters' names for you. All right. Lance, who was Morris Chestnut. Mm-hmm. Harper, who was Tay Diggs. And who was old girl? Mia, who was Morris Chestnut's uh, fiance slash uh, soon to be wife. So Lance, Harper, and Mia are the three people we're looking at. Right. And you, you who was wrong? Wrong. Um, 
all of them. <laughs> <laughs> Correct answer there. You're <laughs> all of them. Yes. I mean, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. All of them. But I agree with you. Slept with Harper, and she knew that it, it would hurt. Oh boy. Right, and Lance was cheating on her, and so she went and slept with someone else. So they, they all wrong. That, that that's revenge in there. Revenge sex. So is uh, Lance now is he the bad guy for well no, I hear what you're saying. He's bad because he, he initiated the cheat and there was a revenge for her, but that's my best friend. Right. And that, so they 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 all scummy for that. Like, I mean, Lance, if all you Lances out there, if you want to be in a relationship, <laughs> be in a relationship and don't cheat. You know, all you Mia's out there, don't go and sleep with your you guy's best friend, you know, and then Harper, he he playing the victim, but no, you shouldn't be sleeping with your best man's girl anyway, or vice versa. You know, you're the best man. Do you think there's multiple opportunities for me to have that conversation with you outside of the day before your wedding? Yeah, well, how long ago did they sleep together? <laughs> See, and that's the thing. I don't remember how it played out in terms of if it was the night uh, before the wedding, I would have found that storyline to be a little bit more like, oh, that's wild. But if it was some time, it, like it's been some time since y'all had an interaction, I don't need I don't need you to tell me this the day before I get married. Right, and that's the kind of a week it had a long time ago. I, I thought it was uh the day before Christmas when they actually did it, like when she slept with him. It was like before a holiday. Still don't matter. I don't need to know before my my wedding. Like if you would have told me it's the day before, granted, okay. Now we gonna fight. Weddings called off. Like that whole nine. If it's something that happened in the past, whether it was a holiday, whatever it is, if it happened in the past, then you should pull me to the side when it happened, not right, right before my wedding to be like, hey, you should tell me exactly. You know, right after, call me while you're doing it. And I don't care. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you should tell me. Hey, I was wrong, though, by the way. Uh, I was thinking about the best man holiday. That's the one before Christmas. So this yeah. one was before. Yeah. But uh, no, definitely, as, as my man, you should tell me, like, yo, even if we about to, you know, move some furniture, it's like, yo, something I got to tell you, man. Like, I got a little drunk. I was around your girl. You know, she threw it at me. I caught it, you know, and, you know, kind of bounced it. But you can have it back. I'm being courteous, but I think you should know that your girl just slept on it slept with me, your best man, you know, a day before the wedding or the day before whatever. It don't matter what, what the day was. It's, you're, you know, I've had to tell some of my friends about how some women are. They never, like, I've never slept with my man's girl, but, you know, a girl that he may like, I'm like, hey, just for the record, me and her had a thing back in the day. Just let, you know, I want transparency. I want, I want all of that on the table. Did that alter your relationship with your boy? In, in that situation, no, because, you know, I, I wasn't coming from a place of hurt. I was coming from a, a place of truth. You know, I was looking out for him. I, I, I've, been in, I've been involved with multiple situations, not myself per se, but my friends have told me times where they've tried to do the honorable thing and let their boy know. And it didn't change change their relationship. And then I've been in, my friends have told me they've been in situations where it didn't go that way, where they tried to say something and their man took that as, oh, nah, you lying, blah, 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 blah. And that breaks the relationship up. Right. It, that, that, that's people getting their ego and pride, man. <laughs> you know, it's, uh, they, sometimes you can't take the truth or, it depends where the message is coming from. So if, if you know somebody to be a little uh, fictitious in their facts, uh, you might not receive it as well as someone who you trust 100 percent. Or it's just you can't handle the truth. You don't want to believe it because, you you know, you're in love with that girl. You know, are you? Hey, I, I did my part. I told you what happened. Right. So, you know, you gonna be mad at me. Be mad at me. <laughs> what if it's perspective? What if it's the. uh yeah, you boy, we boys, but why would you be telling me that you slept with, like, what if they take that approach? Why would you be telling me that you slept with her? Like, 
Do you still got feelings for him? What if that's the perspective? What if that's that'd, the that'd be, a, that'd be a dumb perspective, but that that be coming from a place of hurt ego. No, I, I I wouldn't have feelings for her. I'm so that this doesn't come back and blow up in your face. Or y'all get in an mm-hmm. argument and tell you, oh, that's why I slept with such and such. You know, I'm trying to nip it in the bud for your pride. This is not Layton was in that movie too. We forget about that. Sure enough was. <laughs> Nia Long was in that movie. Regina Hill. Yeah, Nia Long. Nia Long. Uh, Fifty and fine. The kids. Fifty and fine. Oh yeah. I mean, I can give her another one. <laughs> <laughs> but, since we're talking about perspectives, I know you're a a, a Joe Pod listener. Yes, yes. JDP. Uh, yeah. Are you are you caught up on everything that's going on over there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, where we got fired and more kind of quit. So some some changes to the pod. What do you think? Well, not what do you think? Well, yeah. In your opinion, outside looking in, who was wrong in that situation? Right, so I, I I can't give that answer just because we haven't heard Rory's side, mm-hmm. um, and we, we we know Joe's past. Um, I can say from what I do know, just from paying attention, um, you know, you you're not an owner, you don't get to open, like I, you can't go to your boss and say, hey, let me see the books, let me see what everybody's getting paid. That that's not how that works. Um, and so it's, it's sad that it comes to friends. Um, if that very well indeed happened the way it did. Um, you know, I heard Joe say that Rory was asking him for a percentage of the YouTube and Joe said no. Um, and then he asked him for a percentage of something else and Joe said no. Um, and he said, you know, you're not the owner. You don't worry about that stuff. You, you know, and he, he had it ordered and he did say he showed them the, uh, the paperwork or something. And that's how this whole beef came and where he's like, well, you out of line, you fired, you know, like, um, but just anyone who's known who ever owned a business, big or small, uh, you know, you know, there's certain things that you have to put money for that your employees won't. There's certain things that employees don't need to see. You don't, you know, it don't don't matter where the rest of my money coming from. Just worry about you getting paid. And I know that them boys, they signed a contract. They are paid very well to work four hours a week. Like I, I, I don't know what they make, but I, I think it's near six figures, probably over it, actually. Um, just to show it for, for four hours. So, I, you know, it'd be remiss of me to, to just take any side. But if I'm looking at the business side and take the friendship out, you can't just see the books and try to audit anything because you think that you need to deserve, you deserve more money when you ask for money for your services and you were being paid that money for your services. In my opinion. Uh, I'm doing, I'm doing uh, um, devil's advocate only because... I see everybody's point of view, even though we haven't had Rory's, I get where the initial uh, thing is coming from. But do you feel like moving away from that into a broader conversation about friends and work, friends in business, do you feel like that's a reason either you yourself wouldn't go into business with friends or you put that out on the table, almost like a situationship in the beginning, hey, look, I came up with something. I'm actually going to be a part of it. This is what it is. This is what the splits would have to be. Uh, you don't want to have those conversations and friendship, but they have to happen when you have a business. They got to. And business absolutely has to happen. Um, you know, I, I'd rather get it out in the beginning and say, hey, this is um, if we're growing as a business and we get more money, this is what your percent will be. Um, you know, keep in mind it's yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll remove it from the Joe Button podcast again. We don't know all the details, but mm-hmm. it's like, you know, if me and you are selling t shirts and we say, hey, after the after the uh, the, the prop, you get the profit after the expenses, and it's a 40 40 split, and that other 20% goes into the business, right? You keep it on the percentages that way, the more the business grows, everybody eating. The business has grown as well, and we can start doing more. Um, it, yeah, you, there's no other way to, to do business. Like, that whole handshake deal, 
uh, with friends. I- I've seen plenty of relationships turn, uh, friendships rather, you know, turn to dust because somebody felt slighted by what somebody else is doing because they don't, they're not on the same page. If I bring an idea to you, right? Mm-hmm. I'm bringing you the intellectual property or the actual physical creative work. I don't have the, re- uh, the, the means or social network to get it into X amount of people's hands, but I feel like, oh, hey, that that's your strength. That's your strong suit. Let's go into business together. Okay. I'm bringing you the physical product or whatever it is. I'm relying on you and your social skills to help grow it. But in the event that that happens, not to say, should I be taking more because it's my physical idea or whatever have you, but the notion is, how could you be? How could you possibly expect to get the same thing that I'm making if I brought the idea to you? You're basically just a marketing stream or whatever it is to help get right. it out. How do you? Right, and so that that would have to be defined. Are you paying me to be a partner in your business where we're splitting everything? Or are you paying me for a service with your business? See, am I a contractor? Am I actually working with you? Like. If I'm doing the legwork, I deserve to get paid for my time and for my results. But I I can't just say this is my shit, you know, like unless I have ownership in it. So, you know, again, you got you got to start with the splits at the beginning. But in that conversation, what if it's, I'll, I'll keep it here? If it was me and you, I bring you a product, and I say to you, you use we'll use the same numbers, we'll just tweak them a little bit. Twenty percent expenses. If I said to you, hey, look, I'll take I'll take 50, I give you whatever. Or I'll take 70 and give you whatever. Right. I'm and just if trying I to figure out like like if I signed that contract for that and it's for a certain amount of time, honor the contract. As long as I'm eating now, I can't see you eating and I'm not eating, and we're both doing the same exact thing, because then something's wrong. Um, we're gonna have to revisit that split again and see what's going on to where you're eating. I'm over here struggling. Um, but you know, every you know, if I'm doing this for X amount of time, honor the contract. I, I should have read that contract first. I signed that contract. I have my lawyer look over that contract. It's a deal. See, I'm the person I would never uh because I'm always uh let let people eat, I'll eat later, even if it's my uh is my thing that's just me as a person not to say that i'm going to be stupid about my own business but my my notion is always if i've asked you to help i'm gonna look out for you it's not on, on some underhanded i'm taking money out the back end i'm only bringing uh to the forefront to your to your eyes oh hey this is what we brought in this right. is you 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 take you take all this i'll be all right while i'm getting 10 times more on the back end without you. Not, no, I'm not that person. I Like, I bring something to the table. Yeah, I would want us to have a genuine conversation about, you know, what the splits look like, but I also want us to be realistic right. in that regard. I don't want to ruin our friendship, but I want us to be realistic. Like, come on. Like, where, I'm, where I'm generous, I want you to be like, well, well, not want you to be like, because you can't do that. You can't expect people to do what you would do in any situation but right you can't you can't force your perception into someone else's reality right right and that's a relationship across the board right that, that's what anything relationship friendships situationships <laughs> see, how, see how things come full circle you see how that happens absolutely this this is what we do <laughs> Full circle, boy. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, the, that just that that whole breakdown of uh, just the business made me think about uh, getting in. I, I've seen too many relationships where friendships implode because the business got messed up, right? And. <laughs> I don't know, man. Part of me feels like, why not? Not. That's horrible English, but why not? 
not going to business with your friends. And you have to think long term or the conversation has to be from the beginning. Look, this should never mess up a friendship. We right. can if if we can't remove emotion and have a conversation about business, and then after that conversation, have a conversation about our friendship that has nothing to do with the business, then we don't need to be doing business. Agreed. And it's gotta be laid out from the beginning. Like you, you, you gotta know what the business details, what you're doing. You know, you ain't no just hey, we're gonna make money and, and figure it out later. No, we're gonna figure out now, and then when the money comes, like a perfect example of that is LeBron and all his boys. Now they run sports agencies and all that shit. You know, he's still with his original crew because they started from the jump saying, hey, obviously LeBron getting this money. LeBron said, I'm going to empower y'all to go and do other things. We're going to be together. We're going to be a crew. And so that's why, uh, what's the boy named? Mav Carter, that's LeBron. Maverick, right? yeah. Maverick, yeah, yeah. And they all eating. Everybody eating on that team. But I think that that everybody knows um I, we'll take the the cam gym scenario just because that's everybody knowing well this person's the star this the person's the one that's bringing the food in we here like doing what we can but the collective uh agreement is nah this person's the one we get behind right this is the one that's gonna bring the this even is the one cam played the right kid Cam set his mark, and then he brought in Drew Wells. He always had Jimmy there. Then when Jimmy wanted to rap, you know, he supported him. They went through that little tiff. Now they back together as friends. And some say that Jimmy eclipsed Cam as far as putting out albums and whatnot because he's he's working harder than Cam at this point where Cam is not – I shouldn't say hard. I don't know what that man does. But he, he's putting out more product faster. Yeah. Yeah, and I, th- I think it's just the notion uh, – well – the friends have to have in mind, oh, hey, if it's a group of us and so-and-so is the star athlete or the business person or blah, 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 and we, like, like in the entourage. Everybody knows Vince was the one that brought the money in. Everybody else just played their part. We all got to know, like, all right, if this person messed up the money, we all done. But no one should be getting mad at – Brian pulling and whatever he's pulling in for his contracts and his endorsements and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. You eat because we understand you're the reason why all this other stuff falls into place. But right. on the same side, Brian makes sure his people are taken care of. Mm-hmm. He, he set, you got to set your people up for success and then support them. A lot of people forget about that support part. I saw something uh, online uh, that said support is a verb. And I agree with that 100%. That, that, that's accurate. It is a verb. <laughs> support is a verb. But, not, but people think of, and I, I had a conversation up here a long time ago about what does support look like to you as an individual? Because if, let's say uh, you come out with, music or something and i'm like oh i'll buy a cd but in your mind you want me at every show you want me to buy merch you want me to buy to me my buying a cd was my support that was me telling you oh not what's up i i got you i'll 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 post your music that's my support but if you're looking for something else and i don't give you that relationship situation whatever you want however it goes then you get mad at me because I didn't. I'm doing what I'm thinking is working for me, but may not be working for you. Right. It's, again, it's 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 how you show your support. You buying a CD might seem like support to you, but they might be looking for something more. Like, why didn't you share my release, my CD, or my link to all your followers? I get that a lot, by the way. A lot of people are like, can you share this for me? Like, you know. I'll share what I want to share. You know, I'll support you. <laughs> if I you, you're not going to tell me what to post. You know, like, so. you know I think uh, social media also has people thinking they're closer than what they are. Yeah, people think that they're friends when they're not. And, you know, and, and I, I'm going to have to jump off this uh, in a little bit. I'll uh, call my daughter. But 
yeah, people will think you're friends. Like, though, I get it a lot when people are running to me, and like, and just because I'm, I, I say funny things on the internet doesn't mean I'm a funny person in real life to where you can walk up and just start saying shit to me. I'm like, who are you? <laughs> you know, like, mm-hmm. And then you got to realize, you know, not not to sound like cocky or brash, it's like, look, I have like 5,000 people that follow me. So if I don't know, if I don't have a relationship with you previous, I'm not going to know you just because you commented on one of my posts that one time, you know, four, once, four weeks ago. <laughs> hey, man, what can I say? You're the... Uh... And you, you, I would say you're a chain connector, uh, but I don't want to diminish any of your actual other qualities outside of being a dot connector. Yeah, that's what it is. And I would do that to you. I would do that to you. <laughs> but one last thing before I let you get out of here. Uh, real quick, plan tournament. Do you care that your nets are uh, sitting comfortably and might fall down and have to play plan? Do you care about the plan? The, the nets are we're good. We're we won't fall to the play in the play. Yeah, I know. Seven, I was just seven, trying to make it. <laughs> like what? Like, something trying changed from yesterday to today. Um, nah, I hope that we win. Um, you know, a lot of people try to say that we that they were buying the championship, whatever. No, I don't care. I'm a Nets fan. I've been a Nets fan for a really long time. Um, I've been through those that era, I've been through the Kerry Kittle era, the Keith Van Horn era. You know, I was even there for the Draz and Patrick era. Rest in peace to him. Um, I was also there for the Kid era, the, the Vince Carter era, the, you know, when Key Martin was there, when RJ was rubbing down the court, dunking out everybody. So, uh, you know, I, I'm a fan that's ready to watch my team raise a championship banner. Um, and you you post to pick the good players to go on your team. Jockeying for uh, the other teams is jockeying for uh, player position that might have to do the. Uh, the playing thing. Do you think athletes are uh, over exaggerating this whole process? I, I think certain athletes are are lingering on injuries just so that they will, uh, so that they don't their team might not do as well. Because if you're a team that should have been like the fifth seed or the fourth seed, and you slip to the seventh seed after the playing, um, you know you're you have a better chance of playing someone that you would rather play. Like, if you're not going to be number one or two, like, you'd rather play the sixth or the fifth seed instead of playing the first or the second seed. LeBron! You're, you're, it's all right. You don't have to say his name. I'll say it for you. They might be the eighth seed and come in and beat everybody on the West. I, I don't know if that that's happening. I said but I'm also... I, I've been on record. People have called me the biggest LeBron hater ever, but it's not that I hate him. I just hate his fans. Um, I think um, with the play-in, if you're not in a position where you have to worry about it, you don't care about it. But when your uh, season or your championship dreams are sort of kind of put in question on a one-off tournament where to see if you even make it, then yeah, then you may not have the best concern for having to play to get into the playoffs. Everybody, um, I think Rachel Nichols might have said it uh, on one of the shows. Like, long gone are the days where you get to rest your players at the end of the season and get them ready for the um, playoffs if you aren't in that position. Now, yeah, you you five, six, uh, hanging around the, little, the, the seven seed, now you got to work. Now your players have to play every game of the season because you may not make it to the playoffs. Correct. Correct. <laughs> and that's you know that's the risk they want to take you know albeit I, I don't care who gets put in front of my team I want them to win I want my team to win I want my team to beat them I want them to beat them bad I don't <laughs> I want any close games I want a bunch of blowouts you know <laughs> well your team doesn't play defense so I don't know if you, you guys you know, well, they, they've been playing defense a little bit better now it's, you know at the beginning mm-hmm. they did but you know, now mm-hmm. it's a little bit better. Plus, mm-hmm. you know, when you when you're scoring a 140 points a game, you know, you got to do is stop the, the other team from scoring 140 points. You know, it's simple uh, mathematics. Not, simple I say the same. Team. I used to say the same thing about the Warriors. Nigga. I don't care if we don't ever play defense, nigga. Like, if y'all if y'all can't score more than we can, I don't care what the final score is. Ta da! Right. I don't care. <laughs> Who got the care. W? <laughs> But uh, you know how this works, sir. I need you to give me a show before you get out of here. 
show or movie, something that you uh, can binge or have binged or gotcha. So more recently, like, oh, up, that was dope. You know, look, look up. Uh, what are you talking about for me or just in general? In general, in general. Uh, let's see. In, in general, you know, on Netflix, there's a show called The Innocent. Um, it's crazy. I don't even want to give it away. It's just it's a whole bunch of actions that inter- people that interact with each other and, you know, it goes full circle. I was watching that. I finished it and it's great. I was hoping they'd have a second one, but it wouldn't make sense. But you understand once you watch it. Um, and that's all I got as far as that. Okay. <laughs> Okay, you got the innocent. I got uh, the invincible. If you okay. have not seen the in- the invisible, sorry, the invisible. The invisible uh, comics and yeah. It's, okay. it's, if you think the boys is good on Amazon, then yeah. I, I will yeah, check I'll that. Actually, I where they can find you, where they can hear you outside of this podcast. Well, gotcha. So they can find me. You can y'all can look up on Facebook or on Instagram. Uh, just hashtag Five Fuzi. You'll find me there. You can go to my Twitter account. It's at Fuzi B. That's F U Z E B. And also, um, starting next week, we go live. You'll be able to catch me on this new project I'm working on. It's called uh, It's Me Ashley D with Fuzzy B. I'm um, just a co-host of that with my homegirl, Ashley Dangerfield. So, you know, got, got the danger doll popping. Um, and that's where I'm at right now. I look forward to tuning in to everything only because your questions put me in a place of deeper thought. So I'm here for all of it. Uh, I do appreciate you, my brother, for coming through yet again. Um, please, please, please. Uh, take baby girl out for some ice cream when you get back around. I know you see how to give her a call, but appreciate you for coming up. Thank you, boss. I appreciate the song and God bless. Have a good one. Uh, get your excuses ready for Monday. Um, if you want, you can blame Pink Eye. You can blame the fact that you're not comfortable going back into a work environment with so many people who aren't vaxxed. Whatever you want to do, it's your world. You do it. Get your excuse ready. I'm out. I'm out. Peace.